This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, please feel free to give us a call at 791-2924. You can also visit us online at therogroup.org. While at the website, please feel free to click on the radio page, and that will guide you to how you can subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. That way you're always kept up to date on the latest episodes. Now today we're going to discuss some recent changes in Social Security that could impact your monthly checks coming next year in 2020. Uh, Before we jump into the topic, first let's welcome my co-host with us again today, Mr. Tony Shore. Tony, great to be with you again. Well, it's good to be here with you. I'm doing much better now that we're together on the radio again. Love this. I love doing the shows with you each week, and we always have fun uh, doing the shows for the listeners out there. uh, folks who uh, subscribe to it as a podcast, I think it's great. Um, it, they can go back and look at all the different topics we have available. So that's good. But yeah, I've had a great week. How about you? I've uh, been real busy and uh, we, you know, we missed you last week, Tony. I know um, you were a little bit under the weather. I was, I and, was. Uh, yeah, but I'm feeling much better now. I just had a really bad sinus infection, which doesn't lend itself well to doing a, a show like this. <laughs> that is true. Uh, so if our listeners are wondering, you know, where we were the last um, two weeks, that that is why. But uh, we're back and it's good that Tony's healthy. And, you know, it's not even cold season yet, Tony. So hopefully you got it out of the way. So this winter <laughs> you'll be in good shape. Yeah, that that is true. That is true. Uh, hopefully I'll be in better shape this winter. But yeah, I just I did undergo a little climate change uh, up in Minnesota. And I think that set it off, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I guess that can happen. Yeah, for sure. So what are we talking about? Social security changes. Right. You know, we've talked about social security um, a lot on the show. Um, so this one's going to be a little bit different of a, of a topic. It's what to expect um, going forward. So recently, like this this year coming, what are some of the changes that could affect uh, even those who have not yet filed uh, for social security? So one of the resources today um, that I pulled from is from the, the Motley Fool, and this is an article titled Five Social Security Changes in 2020 That Could Affect Your Take-Home Income. Now, for years, Social Security has served as the backbone of retirement income for millions of retired Americans. And the program was ushered in by President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in August of 1935. And by the start of the 1940s, the system was paying out monthly ongoing benefits um, to those eligible to, to receive. Now, Social Security isn't just this big pile of money that gets slowly paid out to those that are eligible. Social Security needs to be funded and it has its limitations. That's not to say that you shouldn't be able to rely on it for at least some of your monthly retirement income. Yeah, and how many people out there, Greg, are currently receiving Social Security benefits? Well, according to a 
different Motley Fool article. This one's titled 55 All-Inclusive Social Security Facts. There's actually about 63 million people that are receiving a Social Security check each month. And this group includes retired workers, uh, survivors of deceased workers, uh, long-term disabled people, and potentially their qualifying immediate families. Now, nearly 45 million of those um, recipients are, are retired workers. Those are about, that's about 70% of all the beneficiaries that are receiving the benefit check monthly. And according to the 2018 Mass Mutual Social Security Survey, more than six in 10 retirees count on those monthly checks for at least half of their income. Social Security is even more vital uh, for more than a third of those retired workers. They rely on monthly benefits for 90 to 100% of their monthly income. Ouch. I would imagine that for so many people who rely on Social Security, any reduction in the, the take-home income would have a huge impact on their financial lives then. Yeah, great, great point. Very true. And that's why I found this article uh, so interesting and important. These are valuable things to know, and they're not all negative changes either. Um, the first change mentioned in the five Social Security changes in 2020 uh, from The Motley Fool deals with the Social Security Administration's cost of living adjustment, which is also known as, as COLA. So each year, the second week of October, uh, SSA announces changes to the program for the upcoming year that could directly impact what beneficiaries are paid on a monthly basis. One aspect of that announcement is what the adjustment will, will be from year to year. So the COLA is actually measured by the Consumer Price Index for urban wage earners and clerical workers. And if the average figure has risen from the previous year, beneficiaries receive a raise that's equal to the percentage uh, year over year. And this raise is rounded up to the nearest one-tenth of one percent. So each year's COLA calculation is unique and they can be hard to predict without the full year's worth of data. Uh, but the Motley Fool article cites forecasts around 1.7 or 1.8% for most beneficiaries. So on average, this would be a raise um, of about $25 a month for next year. Hmm. Uh, $25 a month isn't a lot of money, but I would imagine it does add up over time, right? Yep, very true. Every little bit helps. Um, however, COLA might not be growing as fast as it should. You know, according to a May 2019 study released by the Senior Citizens League, uh, this one is titled, this one kind of caught, caught my eye, Social Security Benefits uh, Lost 33% of Buying Power Since 2000. So the cost of goods has actually increased more than the cost of living adjustment. And the study noted that fresh food and medical costs were among those goods that had the fastest price increase during the past year. And I'm sure I don't have to tell you or our listeners that fresh fruit and uh, medical expenses are hardly an area that retirees can afford to cut back on. Well, absolutely. Those are important things to spend money on, and, and they certainly don't qualify as luxuries that we can reduce. All right, which is exactly why I wanted to discuss the cost of living adjustment today. I and mean, even if it does rise each year during retirement, it will likely not keep pace with the cost of goods and services. So a soon-to-be retiree should adjust their own budget to avoid feeling the pain of this potential income gap. And, well, it might, it's not pleasant news to hear, of course, but it is good to know about that potential gap between the COLA and the actual costs of goods. So going back to that article, is there any of that good news in there that you mentioned? <laughs> yes, there is, Tony. The, the article cites that 
Withholding thresholds for early filers should rise in 2020. Uh, there are various income levels that equate to withholding levels, and I highly recommend um, our listeners to discuss the details with your financial services professional. Uh, but those income thresholds traditionally rise when the COLA is positive or when they raise, we discussed earlier, uh, when it goes into effect. A higher income level means more money that can be earned before SSA benefits can be withheld. But if Social Security withholds some of those earnings from early filers, is that money lost then? Uh, good question. Um, and that does need some clarification. Those, those withheld benefits, they're, they're not lost for good. You do get them back in the form of a higher monthly payout once you reach your full retirement age. So in that way, you aren't being punished for continuing to work. All right. Let's take a minute here, though, Greg, to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. I know you have a Social Security maximization report you can run for them, and they can set up that complimentary consultation as well, correct? Yeah. Social Security is very complicated. If you'd like some guidance on that, um, feel free to give me a call, 791-2924. We've also got some links on our website at therogroup.org. All right. And today we are talking about social security changes here on Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther, and I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And you've covered a lot of ground. You talked about a couple of the changes uh, mentioned in the article. And I've been trying to take notes. In the first segment, you talked about the cost of living adjustment and the withholding threshold of retirement earnings for early filers. Um, and how that's likely to rise, meaning, you know, and that means potentially more income for beneficiaries if those conditions apply, right? I love how you always take notes, Tony. You keep me on my toes. I really appreciate that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well said. Um, let's Next, we're going to move our focus on to the Social Security Administration's maximum monthly payout. Now, this is the highest amount any beneficiary can receive each month, regardless of how they've paid into the system over time. So I got this resource off of aarp.org on their Social Security Resource Center, um, and it's 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 accurate. I, I verified it. Um, the most for the so the most that an individual who claims Social Security in 2019, the most they can receive per month. If you file, if you're 70 years old, your maximum is going to be 37.70 a month, and that's due to those delayed retirement credits. If you file at your full retirement age, which this year it would be 66, your maximum benefit is 28.61 a month. If you're 62, you're filing early. The most that you can receive this year is 22.09. So anyone who earned the maximum table income, which is the amount paid to Social Security for the last 35 years of their working lives is eligible for that maximum benefit. And this will only impact um, the top earners. Right. And you definitely don't want to, you know, necessarily file early. It depends on your situation because that's quite a pay difference there. Uh, but that top tier, the maximum you could receive, is that for like millionaire athletes and movie stars then? Well, to put the maximum table into context, the 2019 amount um, the maximum income that you can pay to Social Security, the max the max that's taxed is one thirty two nine. So while that's quite a good income level, it certainly um, encompasses a lot more people than just the millionaires and movie stars. And so the maximum benefit did increase um, in 2019 at quite a substantial rate. And I don't envision uh, such a large increase this year, but it wouldn't surprise me if the top con um, contributors did see another increase as well. Well, that's good news for those top earners. Yeah, well, it's not 
all good news for the higher earners. Um, the next change mentioned in the article impacts the those wealthier workers. So wealthy workers can expect to pay more into the program. And this is likely to continue if inflation rises on a year-over-year basis as measured by the, the CPI. Um, payroll tax is the largest portion of Social Security's funding. In 2018, those payroll taxes provided $885 billion to Social Security. All other sources provided about $115 billion. So anyone earning between one penny and the maximum table is hit with 12.4% payroll tax. Wow. And this percentage adjusts each year uh, in step with the National Average Wage Index. Uh, what's that, though? I'm going to stop you there. What is the National Average Wage Index? Um, the National Average Wage Index is measure. Uh, it's a measure of a U.S. wage trends, and it's calculated annually by the government. So it provides insight into the general direction of of wage trends. Basically, it it can also serve to alert uh, policymakers to potential uh, wage inflation. And the Federal Reserve may consider the movement of that index when deciding on whether to raise or lower interest rates. So yet another piece to the government's larger calculations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And since the, the COLA uh, and that index are likely to be both positive in 2020, it's likely that the top end of the wage spectrum is likely to pay more in payroll taxes. Sure. So to figure out where you're at with these changes, I know our listeners should probably give you a call, set up that complimentary consultation. What's that number again? Uh, give us a call at uh, 808-791-2924. If you have any questions about anything we're talking about today, or if you would like some help in determining what social security strategy would be best for you uh, or your spouse or both of you, um, be happy to help. Or if you just want to get some numbers on, on what they would be at any given age, uh, give us a call, 791-2924. I'm happy to help. All right. And you are listening to Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther, and I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, today, Greg, you're talking about Social Security changes and how they're going to impact uh, or could impact our benefits. And uh, you've been quoting an article from MotleyFool.com, five Social Security changes in 2020 that could affect your take-home income. And I know you have one final change to discuss from the article. That is correct. Um, and Tony, did you know that more than 10 million people each month um, receive a payout from uh, the disability side of Social Security? No. That's uh, that's quite a bit. And of that 10 million, nearly 8.5 million are the disabled workers, and the remaining 1.5 million are the spouses or the children of these disabled workers. So I want to talk a little bit about that disability benefit since it's a, a larger number than most people expect. Um, first, in order to qualify for the disability benefit, beneficiaries have to meet the rigorous requirements of a long-term disability as defined by the Social Security Administration. And in addition, they aren't allowed to earn more than a defined amount of income per month uh, if they're receiving that. So what are the limits on income that somebody who qualifies for that Social Security disability insurance benefit can earn? So in 2019, a disabled beneficiary can earn up to $1,220 a month before their benefits would be stopped. Uh, in comparison, beneficiaries who are legally blind uh, can earn up to $2,040 a month before their benefits cease. Both of these figures increased from the 2018 numbers. And if the consumer price index for urban wage earners, the one that they use to determine the COLA, 
um, does increase as expected, there should also be an increase in the income thresholds related to those disabled workers, blind workers, and the beneficiaries of them. Oh, well, that's a good thing, I guess. It seems there are quite a few changes that impact Social Security and its monthly benefit checks. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, another powerful tool that can change your monthly benefit is delaying your Social Security benefit once you're eligible. So at 62, you mentioned briefly earlier, um, don't file early. If you can live comfortably past 62 without Social Security, um, your monthly check will increase quite a bit. And if you can delay it till 70, it, it almost doubles. And that's a considerably um, larger amount of lifetime benefit um, that can increase. And if you're married, how much could be passed to your surviving spouse? Oh, wow. Well, a bigger monthly benefit check sounds good to me. <clears throat> yeah. And for many retirees, Social Security benefits really form the foundation of their retirement income. Uh, in order to make sure that you maximize your benefits and for your spouse, you need to have a solid grasp of the complex program. So you mentioned, Tony, the tool we use at the Retirement Optimization Group is the Social Security Maximization Report. And that will tell you basically everything that, that you're wanting to know, what your benefit would be at every month, what's the best time you should start taking it, what are the different options if you are married, um, what are the income limits, basically nothing gets left to chance. So if anybody's interested in obtaining that report, I'm more than happy to run it for you. Um, it's something that we really pride ourselves on at the Retirement Optimization Group is making sure that we can squeeze every penny out of Social Security. Yeah, I think it's important. And it's obviously Social Security is a vital part of any retirement strategy, right? Yes, it's nice to have um, a Social Security max to fund part of your retirement. Um, but in today's economic landscape, most likely you're going to need more. Um, and at the Retirement Optimization Group, we start with Social Security and then we identify income gaps and the most efficient way to fill them. So Social Security, as you mentioned, is acts as a backbone um, of the income plan, and then we fill the income gaps around that. Yeah, well, it's a great topic. I'm glad we covered it today, Greg. Thanks for all the good info. As usual, though, our time flew by, and the time is up for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Um, just like to announce we're doing a financial workshop coming up uh, next month in uh, Kamuki at the Kamuki Public Library. So we're going to talk about Social Security risk analysis and income planning. If anybody would like to um, join for that, it's no uh, cost. It's free to, to come. Come down and meet me. Um, I'll be giving away a couple copies of my book and we'd love to have you. If you want to register, go to therogroup.org and click on the events link and you can register online. All right, sounds great. And that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.